That little white pellet has never been found to this day But it went straight down the middle Like they say After a very, very hectic week here on Sports Talk, like nine and a half hours of nonstop gabbing, it's time to kick back, relax, put your feet up, pour yourself a little uh, tan-covered beverage into a clean glass and talk about the nice, easy game of golf. Now, George hates when I make it sound like golf puts you to sleep. We know better than that, George. Golf can be as exciting, as entertaining, as enthusiastic as anything out there. And you nailed it. It can be peaceful. What a day we had in South Carolina and right here in the Midlands. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. And so uh, speaking of privilege now, we are in a privileged state, especially for golf. We have a very special guest with us, and I darked it at Selena Golf Club with this guest, former All-American at the University of South Carolina and All-Conference. So, Will Miles, we will get him. we got to get him to the tee quick. This guy mm. is a lot of fun, enjoys the game thoroughly, and can't wait to mix it up with him. There's a lot for us to discuss, a lot to cover. Well, and let's do it. He's Bill, standing I'm, by. He's on the tee box with bring, you right now. Bring him to the tee, Will Miles. He's got all kind of nicknames, and he's one of. He's really right now. I can call him one of my children because he's technically a Brian bro. Sort of. <laughs> is is one right. of his nicknames? Uh, Will hit it, uh, Country Miles. Oh, I'm telling you, I played golf with him, and it was at least that. I try. I couldn't throw it by him. So I, where my drive was, hey, let's bring the tea. I'll tell you a story later. Welcome, right. Will. Come on in. Thanks, G3. Appreciate you having me on tonight. What a day we yeah, had well, out there. It was beautiful. Oh, and it, nothing like it on a uh, February day when it gets up over 60 degrees. Ooh. Brand new brand new golf course. Phil, I can't wait to have you out. And yeah, Patrick, I must have. Uh, can't I, go far. My phone must have been charging when you called me to invite me to come out to play with you guys today. So try try me again next week. I will, and I'm so sorry. I just got carried away, and I was kind of <laughs> lost out there. I, I was watching, but we want to go back over the credentials here for Will Hit It a Country Mile. I don't. Hey, he's, he's got all kind of nicknames. He's George and Wesley, one of his one of their uh, little brothers, younger brothers. Will recently graduated. He's going to fill us in in exactly one year. But former All American and All Conference at the University of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Looked up, looked him up on the internet just now or a few hours ago while I was out watching because one, <laughs> one of the young fans hanging around and he was a camera guy, cart guy, says, hey, are you good? <laughs> I thought it was what beautiful. Question. What a question. So he still got, as far as, the internet says he still got a scoring record in an NCAA event down at a great golf course, Palmetto. So, Will Miles, welcome. We had a blast. Tell me some of your nicknames. What are you? What are you called by Brian Bros and others? Hmm. Mudball is probably my biggest nickname. <laughs> I got that one in college. 
um, maybe complaining a little bit too much when it uh, rained a little bit and the assistant coach nicknamed me Mudball, and it just kind of stuck. Mudball Miles. I like so, that. Mudball. That's, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So that was a fun one that our old assistant coach, Jake Amos, gave me. Um, man, everything that comes out of Wesley's mouth, you know, it's uh, you never know what you're going to get. So I, I can get a new nickname almost every day I'm with him. Yeah. And so speaking of Wesley, you caddied, spent some time caddying for Wesley, but the real, uh, let's get to what's most important. You got a lot of games. Take us through uh, where you went from South Carolina. Bring us up to speed. Where are you now? Yeah, so graduated in 2019 from Carolina. Uh, decided to turn pro and play a little bit after school. Um, had some status on the PGA Tour Canada and Latin America. Uh, did a lot of Corn Ferry Monday qualifiers and Q School and all that good stuff, uh, mini tours as well. Um, did that for probably better part of two and a half, three years. Um, and then kind of that last year, uh, Wesley was looking for a caddy, and I was looking for just a little bit of a change of pace, so decided to give it a go. And we had a great run out on the PGA Tour for a season. Um, had a blast doing it, learned a lot, got to visit a lot of cool places, and, um, yeah, it was a great experience. So, um, did that, kind of wrapped that up middle of last year and decided to get into the working world. Um, so, yeah, just playing some recreational golf right now. Well, that's uh, we, we had the privilege today to play, and you haven't lost a step. His game spectacular, and one of the holes, I hit my best drive of the day, and it was the closest one to him still you couldn't holler and he didn't know he, my eyes aren't good enough. He was a, a small little blob, a blurry was so far away. <laughs> so I decided to try to throw my ball from where I was to see if I could <laughs> see if I could get it to his ball while I couldn't do it. So he hits it uh you're right, a country mile and hey, so Will when I, I play golf with you, I left today, cannot wait to play tomorrow. Talk a little bit about what you enjoy about our great game. Well, first of all, I just love being outside, being outdoors, um, especially on a day like today. Um, early February and getting it in the 70s is, is perfect. Um, and getting out to Salina was, was awesome. What an awesome new spot out there. Um, yeah, and then the people, um, you know, you get a good foursome of guys and girls. It's, it's hard to have a better time, um, find a better way to spend an afternoon than than out on a golf course um and then the challenge of course it is challenging and it'll test you mentally and physically and um so that part was a lot of fun in college and and afterwards so but loved it as a kid when you could just go out by yourself you didn't need a team full of people to go out there and play you can you know play until dark during the summer and come home eat some dinner and go back out and do it all again tomorrow so just fell in love with it from an early age and, um, you know, still love the game, even though not playing as consistently as I used to, but um, still love the sport. Hey, we're going to take you down the road and ask you a lot of questions. And uh, so, Phil and Patrick, I will wear him out with questions. Y'all better jump in and ask if you want. I do have another one, though. You've been out on the tour and uh, talk a little bit about the state of the game. We've we've had the conversation 
on the live, uh, about the live, uh, talk about that. Talk about uh, what you appreciate as a caddy and what the what what you've seen out on the PGA Tour in the last uh, short period of time, Will. Yeah, um, it's been an interesting time in golf for sure, with the creation of live and then some news this week on the PGA Tour signing the deal with a private equity group. Um, so it's kind of been a fractured golf world, uh, not having the best players in the world play together all the time like they used to. Um, but, you know, as far as talent-wise, there's so many young guys coming out of college. We saw it earlier this year with Nick Dunlap, uh, who was at Alabama, and he won a PGA Tour event. So, I mean, there's so many young, talented guys making their presence known in, in the professional ranks. Um, Caleb Surratt's another one. He just joined Liv and played his first tournament today. Um, so there's – I tell you what, the game seems to be getting younger and younger, and the kids just seem to be getting better and better and hitting it farther. And um, the game's in a really good spot. I would love to see the professional guys come back together um, every week and play together. Um, but, you know, I think it's in a in a decent spot compared to probably a year ago. Um, and then real quick, G3, I'll give a quick shout-out. My old teammate, Keenan Husky, is playing on the Corn Ferry Tour this week, and he made a hole-in-one today. Mm. Made the cut, and he's in the top 25 heading to the weekend. And you had a little <laughs> – we had a little 59 today. Had a little 59 today on the Live Tour. That's right. That's right. Joaquin Neiman. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive that stuff. Fun? I mean, I'm telling you, these, these guys just aren't, aren't scared of anything. I mean, just go low every week that's uh we we had that conversation about just how good they they were today don't necessarily have to uh jump and take off down that road i think there's <laughs> these young players are way better than they're scoring that's another topic and uh phil patrick y'all got any questions uh jump in and uh, will patrick is uh, he loves the game he might try to take a little nap on me every now and then, but I call him out. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And I'll jump in and give you one here, and this is its a bit of sad news, but also want to turn it into good news. its I just actually saw this. Former NFL linebacker who then turned into a Hollywood star, probably most known for playing Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies, but then also in a personal favorite movie of mine, he was Chubbs Peterson and Happy Gilmore, the golf instructor who helped Adam Sandler turn from a kind of a Vagabond uh, hockey player into a star golfer in that movie. He passed away today at the age of 76, so that was sad. But it makes me think back and reflect to Happy Gilmore. And one of my favorite movies as a kid, and it's one of the movies that actually got me into golf. It got me excited to play golf. And then, of course, I was very confused about golf etiquette because I was watching Happy Gilmore and very, very different from what you actually see on a golf course. But where I'm going with this is today's day and age, especially with the live golf, and now we're starting to see the PGA Tour adopt this a little bit. You think of the Ryder Cup. You think of the 17th hole out in Phoenix. And there's starting to be more fan participation. There's starting to be a lot, a little bit more, quote-unquote, like debauchery being allowed at golf events. Maybe not at the Masters or things like that, but at certain, certain times, certain places. Would love to get your thoughts on that, because I'm guessing we're about the same age, so you probably grew up watching uh, Happy Gilmore as well. Just your thoughts on how movies like that are affecting golf today and just kind of the evolution of the sport in modern times. 
Yeah, um, Happy Gilmore, an awesome movie. Tin Cup was another favorite of mine. Um, but yeah, I've definitely seen a trend in into changing the product on the golf course a little bit um, and for the fans, which I think is, is a great thing. You still have your, um, you know, your, your meccas like Augusta national and this week they're at Pebble beach um, where, you know, you kind of get the history of the game too. Um, but I think it's a good thing. You know, it's all about got to evolve the, the TV product um, to make it more interesting for the fans. You got to make the experience at the tournaments, uh, a little bit more fun for the fans and for the younger kids because um, that's the next generation that's going to be playing the game and got to get more people into it. And, you know, G3 is a, a great one to, to go to and send your kids to to learn about the game. He's done a great job for a long time. Ain't no, <clears throat> ain't no doubt about that, but I want to remind you, and maybe G3 didn't share this with you, that <clears throat> when you're talking to uh, to me, the corn, you're talking to a course record holder at the uh, scramble don't know if you played the scramble yet over there but uh, i did set the course record at the scramble of um 16 was it 16 let me think it's par three uh, the yeah, scramble two, spot it's awesome two under i shot what'd you show have you have you broken 16 i, I think i have not to burst your bubble and I and I definitely know Wesley has. I've been a part of Wesley has. That was unofficial. I mean, I had the first. Okay, we'll move on from that. What I wanted to ask you, and thanks for playing along. What I wanted to ask you, though, in your career, professionally or as an amateur, uh, the favorite course that you ever played. Did you did you ever get a chance to play Augusta National? Did you ever get a chance to play uh, Pebble Beach? I mean. Uh, that those courses or others have you played those or there's some others that uh you have played that really stand out in your mind around the world yeah i'll give you a quick story um i was fortunate enough to play augusta national my senior year of college um i had a family friend that um was able to let me and my dad come out for my birthday that year and we got there about 45 minutes before the tea time you know you're not supposed to show up too early and then, so we show up, go in the locker room, change our shoes, um, washing my hands, and hear a voice in the locker room that I've heard a thousand times. And I look up in the mirror, and it's Peyton Manning behind me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Peyton Manning was there with Jerome Bettis and Rick Barnes, the basketball coach at Tennessee. Um, so, and I was, I grew up a huge Peyton Manning fan. So that was, that was an absolute highlight for me. And my dad was a, also a big fan of his. So got to play Augusta National, and what an unbelievable place. I didn't play my best golf. I think I was so in awe of the golf course. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it definitely lives up to the hype and just such a special place. I can imagine. Once you've played there, I guess everything else is second place. Uh, thought- there's some other good secrets out there that, that don't get as much run, but um, Augusta's certainly special. Golf over in Scotland's really unique and, and a very cool experience. Um, I got to play Royal Dornock over there. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not one that will ring a lot of bells for folks, but just a, a true golfing experience um, that certainly should be on people's bucket list. George, while hey, I, I tell you, oh, go ahead. No, he's, he, he didn't mention Palmetto. He's got 
he had or <laughs> I, I didn't check didn't follow up to see if he still got the collegiate record but i would have i would have thought that would have been on the short list now will he's got at the palmetto well, collegiate he he held uh the scoring record at palmetto for a number of years and i think he's probably still got it it's it's certainly on my list g3 um if you if you want to bring it back stateside uh we've there's so much good golf in South Carolina. I mean, Palmetto's in a historic venue. Um, you know, I had a special week there in college. Um, we won there as a team, which was a lot of fun. Um, you've got Congaree down in the low country, Harbor Town. We're just very fortunate with where we live to, to have so much good golf in our area. And the new Selena Club here in Columbia uh, will be a great spot, too. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm waiting on my I'm waiting on my invite to get out there real quick before you guys uh, before we lose you. I want to get through the the uh, the two tours here real quick so we can comment on what's happening this weekend. So we do have Pebble Beach, and by the way, I was saying last night, George, they had a camera angle. I don't know what hole it was. Had a camera angle facing a shooting a tee box with the ocean behind the guys. And the angle made it look like the Pacific Ocean was going to swallow these guys. You could see the big waves behind them as they were teeing off. It's just simply awesome. But the uh, the leaderboard, Thomas Dietrich and uh, Scotty Scheffler. Scheffler is 64, Dietrich uh, a 65, and also Ludwig Aberg a 65. So Dietrich is 70, Aberg is 65, Scheffler is 64. They are tied at 11 under par. Patrick Cantlay is 70. He's at 10 under par. Justin Thomas is 67. He's at 9 under par with a few others. We only have one state player in the field. Uh, Lucas Glover, 73-74, uh, plus 3 for him. Rory is 74 today, plus 1. Jordan Spieth is 69. He's at minus 3. And then... The Live Golf event, I think, it's in Mexico, is it not? Mayacoba, is that in Mexico? Yes. Okay. And so we mentioned Joaquin Neiman going out, shooting 12 under 59 for him. Patrick Reed, uh, 7 under for him. Their scoreboard is uh, their scoreboard's different. Uh, <laughs> Sergio Garcia. <laughs> it's hard to read their scoreboard. They don't. They just give you the the two uh, against par score. They don't give you the actual figure. Uh, Sergio Garcia, uh, six under. Uh, John Rahm, five under. Boy, I tell you what, guys. Dustin Johnson, four under. I'm seeing a, more, Brooks Kepka two under. If you're wondering where all, not all, but many of the big names have gone, you know, they're over here. I hate to say it from that standpoint, but that's where they are. Um what do you think? What do you think about hearing all these names over here but not over there? You first, Will. Well, I touched on it a little bit earlier. I, I'd like to see everybody back together. Um, seeing John Rom go was a, was a big bummer. Um, what a special player he is. So much talent. Um, can win every week. Um, yeah, I'd like to see them all together, but Certainly a lot of big names over on the Live Tour. Uh, I think Rom, even though he's 
I think seven back. You can't ever count him out because he can he can go low over the next two days. Um, and then as far as Pebbles concerned, uh, Scotty's going to be tough to beat as well as as good as he plays and hits the ball. I think the weather's supposed to get a little bit uh, dicey over the next two days with wind and rain. But um, Justin Thomas is probably another eye I'd keep my or another name I'd keep my eye on. Um, I think he's a, only two or three back with two two days to go. So um love to hear your thoughts g3 hey i i i kind of like to see things change and i was i never was a hater of the live tour part of the reason is i had a little more probably a little more insight just from the back office it's not going to be publicized probably for quite some time there's don't want to go down that road but you know there's uh the leagues have have split uh, a little bit like the, you know, this live shakeups. A little bit like the owners lockout, the player strike, and the league split. Some mm-hmm. odd combination. Usually, when there's shakeups, split, it's going to evolve. The new fruit's going to look pretty good. And you mentioned a little something about announcement this week. I didn't pay much attention. I still, it's hard to figure out what the real truth is. Uh, but I will tell you, and I, hey, you touch on it a little bit, Wesley. Spent Wesley and George both spent last week with John Rahm, hmm. and uh, I don't know that they talked with. Did Wesley speak anything about their week with John Rahm? Did uh, <laughs> hey, if you you can definitely go check them out on their YouTube channel and all that went on. And I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, they put out real- a great video on YouTube with John. It's about an hour long and um, pretty fun match to go watch. They didn't mention a ton about it, um, their time with John. Just I know they had a great time, and they said he's looking forward to mixing things up a little bit and going over to live. Um, but certainly a, a new face over there and a, a massive get for that league. Hey, speak just a little bit about what goes on with the Bryan brothers and what they bring into the game. And I do think that we're going to be looking at other outlets just besides straight TV. Uh, there's, uh, and you know, anyway, I'll just, we got just a minute or two left. Talk a okay. little bit about what you've seen with what the Bryan bros bring to the game. Yeah, it's, it's just a different platform to make golf a little bit more fun and more entertaining cater more to the the golf fan whether you're you've been playing for 30 years or you just picked it up yesterday or have never touched a club I think they it's just fun to kind of be able to see their personalities and get up close and personal feel like you know them a little bit um, so just adds a, a total fun element to the game um, and and like I said earlier I think the TV product has gotten a little bit stale and the YouTube videos, the Twitch streaming that they do is, is a cool outlet to be a different side of the pros. Um, they're all humans just like us. Uh, it might not seem like it watching them on TV, but, um, they're just like us. They love to have fun, love to enjoy the game of golf. And, um, their platform is, is definitely doing that given, given everybody a little bit of access to a little bit more fun. Well, and you are you're uh you're one of the Brian Bros. <laughs> and I'm an honorary Brian brother. Hey, I've been mm. I've been encouraging Phil and mm. Patrick. I've been 
encouraging this young man to come on back into the golf industry is he's already a Brian bro, so why not coach and teach? Hey, there's that music. Hey, what a privilege to have you on, Bud Ball. And uh, we'll do it again. Hey, Patrick, Phil, until next week, see him high but shoot him low. And, yeah, Phil, you're going to get an invite, but so will you, Patrick. Can't wait. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Will. Thank you, George. GB3, Birdies, Bogies, Biceps across South Carolina. Brought to you by Tsunami Bar Sports. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday.